Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. This is Women to Watch. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. Be inspired by women from across the globe who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Now, Women to Watch. Here's your host, Sue Rocco. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Women to Watch here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and Women to Watch Media. I'm so excited to be back in the studio and in our brand new space uh, downtown in Philadelphia. And I have two incredibly wonderful women with me uh, this evening in the studio. Uh, Mary Chiametti is the founder and executive director of the CTC Wellness Foundation. And she's going to be sharing her story with us in just a few minutes. Um, She brought along one of her board members, um, who happens to be a friend. These are both acquaintances and friends of mine. Patty DiGiacomo, um, who is a board member for the CTC Wellness Foundation. And she's going to be uh, sharing a little bit as well about what she hopes to um, contribute in her role. Um, Remember to stay with us during the breaks to hear from our exclusive watch team of on-air contributors from Jefferson University Hospital, Tivity Health, Pathways Consulting, and Fortis Wealth, um, always bringing you great information around your health, finance, technology, and leadership. And as always, um, as our audience continues to grow, we love hearing from you, our listeners. So be sure to visit us at womentowatch.net. That's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T, where you can see our amazing lineup of guests and sign up for our newsletter. And if you're social, follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook and Instagram, where you can also get some great inspiration and education from all of our uh, guests and leaders. So now I am very honored and thrilled to welcome to the show Mary Chiametti, again, the founder and executive director of The CTC Wellness Foundation. Mary, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Sue. Thanks for having us today. This is going to be a really important conversation. And, um, you know, I I think it's important for the listeners to right off the bat at the top of the show, have you share um, what brought you here today and what you are now devoting really much of your life to outside of family and friends and the wonderful things you do. Um, You've presented your Don't Stall, Just Call program to over 30,000 people in the last four and a half years. Really impressive. Um, Tell us what that program is. Okay, Don't Stall, Just Call is an alcohol poisoning awareness uh, mission that we try to create awareness within actually all people, not just young people, not just underage people, but parents as well. 
uh, we try to create awareness, we educate, and then, in fact, we our goal is to prevent um, tragic, senseless deaths due to alcohol poisoning from binge drinking. Which, sadly, you experienced. Um, yes. You lost your, your youngest child, Christian, and yes. this has propelled you on this, uh, I'll say, crusade. Yes. I, I call it a mission, but yeah. um, pretty much it is a crusade. And I, I just believe that from the loss of our son, from something that I had no idea about, that I felt that he could have been saved had people been educated. And so that is truly our goal is um, education uh, from for all people yeah. so that they learn the symptoms and signs of alcohol poisoning and um, how they can help someone and not get in trouble. We also talk about medical amnesty. So whenever I am asked to come and speak somewhere, we do it. I mean, it's just if we can save one life in the future, you know, then we're doing our job. I think that <clears throat> there is a big difference between when you talk about education and you use that word often. I think as parents, we all know that we've told our children, don't drink too much, don't drink too much. But there's a big difference between being drunk and actually having alcohol poisoning. And that's the piece that, you know, that you're educating people about, young people, um, most importantly, to see those signs. Why don't you tell the yes. listeners what those are? Okay. Well, the symptoms of alcohol poisoning are stumbling, mumbling, cool to touch, uh, unresponsive, and vomiting. Um, I want to say right there, this is one of the things I say during our uh, presentations, but it's, it's important to not just think, oh, if someone isn't vomiting, that they don't have alcohol poisoning. The fact is that not everybody actually vomits. There's also a really important thing about being unresponsive. It's so important that if someone sees someone exhibiting these signs and they just think they're sleeping, that they actually touch them and feel them if they're cool and to see if um, they respond. And there's two ways that we encourage uh, people to check uh, their friend and they can pinch their ears really hard. They'll pinch their earlobes. And if someone doesn't move, then um, make a fist with your knuckles outward and rub their sternum really hard. And, and if the person doesn't um, wake up, then you need to call 911 immediately. I think I read about that kind of pinching of the ear. I had never, ever, ever heard that. I think it, it's such a simple thing to do that so, people should know. It's so important that when I am in presentations with people, I actually say, now, please do it. And so even you people that are listening right now, like, do that. Pinch your ears or rub your sternum because muscle has memory. And at the time of an emergency, a life-saving emergency, like, you need to do it quickly and get help if they need it. Yeah. Um, I want to go back a little bit. Before we started the show, you told me a fascinating story about yourself when you were young. Mm. And I think that we can't share your story without mentioning this. It's a very big part of what has led you to not only what happened to you, um, but what your purpose is. So tell us briefly, you know, what happened at 18 that you think is directly tied to today? So it's really strange, hard to say in a way. This is the first time in public saying this. But um, so when I was 18 in college, I had toxic shock syndrome. 
And I was, you know, at college. I didn't know what the problem was. It turns out um, I was sick on a Saturday morning. And then by Sunday, I was in the hospital. And by Sunday night, I was uh, diagnosed with toxic shock. Now, let me just say, what year was that? 1980, December of 1980. There had just been, um, on the cover of Time magazine, something about toxic shock syndrome. And by the way, just to give it a little more of a place, that's when there were hall phones. No one had cell phones. So there was the cover of Time magazine. And I remember seeing that thinking, oh, my God, I would just die if that happened to me. Well, anyway, it did happen to me. I was in the hospital. I was in a coma-like state. And what happened was I had a near-death experience. And with what happened, I was above, I mean, this, I know, sounds crazy. But, um, yeah, so I was above the bed, and I could see my parents and the priest giving me last rites. And, and let's all remind everyone, I was 18 years old. I was on my way. I always, when I say it, I always move my hand to the right, right moving forward or moving above. I was moving up and I was with someone. I have no idea who I was with. Anyway, I was kind of going on to what I thought was heaven and what I believe was heaven. But then I turned around and I saw my dad and he was crying and I was like, oh my God, I got to get back there. I got to get back there. And I remember like praying in order to get back. Anyway, the story is I got back and that's why I'm here today. But what happened was I was, I told some people at school, I went to school to Catholic college. The priests were asking me what happened, what happened. People were trying to interview me, trying to find out like the secret. Well, I didn't know what the secret was. I just knew that I was supposed to do something at some point. And then it happened that throughout the years, I waited and wondered what my purpose was going to be. That's amazing. We're going to pick up on that when we come back. Stay with us for our CEO Watch. You're listening to Women to Watch. We'll be right back. Now, the Women to Watch CEO Watch. I'm Dawn Zier here with today's CEO Watch. Today, I want to talk about a phrase I coined, lead, follow, pass. The decision to lead, to follow, or to pass all take courage. Leading comes with a lot of responsibility, where you're responsible for not only yourself, but also others. Following generally happens during a time of growth, where you're learning new things and shadowing others. But what I want to discuss today is giving yourself permission to take a pass. You need to know that it's okay to pass on opportunities for any reason, and you don't need to feel compelled to apologize or even explain why. Situations change. Perhaps you have new responsibilities, a new manager, or the culture shifts and it no longer feels right for you. If you've stopped learning or feel a disconnect, it probably is time to pursue other avenues. I remember when I was back at Reader's Digest, my favorite role by far was president of International. And the only reason I got that role was because I said pass to another role. I'd been in a job I loved, but one day the company reorganized and I found I had a new boss and I wasn't where I wanted to be. After a month or so, I went into my CEO at the time and told her that I was planning to leave. It wasn't a threat or a power play. It was simply time. Surprisingly, and I wouldn't count on this as a normal outcome, she called me later that day and offered me the opportunity to run Europe, which ultimately culminated in my running all of International. 
It was one of the most personal and professional periods of growth in my entire life. She gave me a gift for which I am forever grateful, but it only happened because I had the courage to step away. Anyway, the key lesson here is that if something is not right for you, it's okay to pass, whether it's for personal reasons, maybe the timing is wrong, or because you're just not up for it. When one door shuts, trust me, others will open. Your career is a journey and there'll be lots of opportunities if you open yourself up to them. Thank you. I'm Dawn Zier here for CEO Watch. Have a great week. Since 1858, Mount St. Joseph Academy has been educating girls to be leaders, founders, and independent thinkers. Students are taught to be collaborative, courageous, compassionate, confident, and spiritual. In this student-centered environment, the young women are transformed by recognizing their own potential and are encouraged to use it to make a difference in the world. To learn more about Mount St. Joseph Academy, go to www.msjacad.org or call 215-233-3177. That's msjacad.org or 215-233-3177. If you're just joining us, I have Mary Chiametti, the founder and executive director of the CTC Wellness Foundation, I should mention, here in Philadelphia. And it's a very, very important organization and program that Mary started uh, because of the tragic loss of her youngest child, Christian, uh, to alcohol poisoning. And, you know, I always want to kind of tie together the beginning and connect the dots of what led my guests to the work that they're doing today. And and you shared just before the break about a near-death experience, which is always fascinating. And I don't think any of us know the truth of that. You only know what happened to you. And I know that that led you to to kind of say the same question to yourself and to your family, your mom in particular, for many, many years. And and tell me about that. So anyway, every seven, 10 years, I might asked my mother about this thing, I would just like have these feelings that would come over me. And I would say, Mom, what am I supposed to do? And of course, whatever I was doing at the time, she said, well, this is your purpose. You know, you're married, you have these kids, you know, you're doing a great job. And but anyway, the last time I said it was uh, the day before we got the phone call. And I had this feeling come over me and um, like a very heavy feeling that just like would come over me and I just said, Mom, I'm getting old. I'm 52. I know I'm supposed to do something, but I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? And of course, she's like, No, no, you're doing, you know, you're Pat's wife, you're the mother of the kids, you're doing a great job. And it was the next day we got the phone call when we got called to the hospital. And so Christian was 20 years old, a junior at a local college and um, at Temple. And uh, it, everything unfolded from there. Um, he was in a coma for seven days, and which as horrible as that is, I look at it as though we were given time uh, that his siblings could be there. Um, his sister was in Texas. His brother was in British Columbia. Um, We all had the time and the opportunity to gather and pray um, for him, um, for a miracle, which wasn't the miracle. You know, we didn't get that miracle, but we did get 
the gift of time. Mm. And so we are so grateful for that. But it was after that, during my grieving and being home from work, because I worked, you know, I had a full-time job and worked at um, League Collegiate Wear for 14 years. And when I was home, I came up with this idea that we need to educate people. And that's how it all came. And then I realized, like, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I was supposed to do. Wow. Because nobody, and by the way, and it's not easy, it's hard. And what I also have come to realize is anything worth doing is difficult. Because if it were already done, you know, it, easy things are already done. It's the hard things that need to be accomplished. Tell me how you um, keep yourself energized and focused having to share the same story again and again and again? That's a great question. So um, so part of our mission is alcohol poisoning education or alcohol education. We talk about that. We talk about anxiety reduction and we talk about wellness strategies. That's what the CTC Wellness Foundation does. And one of the things that my team, my board, they encourage me to take time for wellness. And that that looks like yoga. That means Usually the day after a presentation, I literally am in my sweatpants and am am just like I might even just have a blanket around me. It is really hard. And we try, even though April's a really big month for us because we have our annual run and also we have the memorial at Temple then. We have so many things in schools with the prom talks. And so I try to create space that I am not running, running, running. And also I depend on my team for really stepping up and helping out. But it really, the energy just gets depleted right after. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that, is that really the way it's supposed to be? Hmm. In other words, should you have to go through that time and time and time again in order to do this work and bring about the awareness and tell your story? Um, I have no idea. And um, that's, you know, a great question. 25 pounds later, I don't think that's the best thing either. Mm-hmm. But um, but for real, I mean, I am saying that, yes, there are effects. There are negative ripple effects from what's happened. But the positive outweighs the negative because we are saving lives and we get emails you know, parents, kids, we know that lives have been saved because of Christian. And can you share, can you share a story? That was one of my questions. I wonder, so again, I want the listeners to know you, you came up with this. I don't know whether to call it a catchphrase or don't stall. It's it's almost like a slogan. A slogan. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stall, just call. And that's meant specifically for young people who are afraid to make a call because perhaps they're underage. Correct. Right? So it's really important that they know that they'll be fine and and they won't get in trouble and that's the right thing to do. Yes. So I want to know where, when did that slogan pop into your head? During the time that uh, I was home from work, I think uh, I was home about six weeks before I went back to work and uh, I was doing research on alcohol poisoning because it was something that if you just go back to the recesses, like no one was talking about it. There were people who were being sent to the hospital and 
Nobody talks about it because everyone's embarrassed and you don't want to embarrass the family and you don't want to embarrass the kid. And but we need to talk about it. We need to get it out of the closet, raise it up, elevate the subject. Yeah. And, and you're doing that and it's happening. When we come back, I, I'd love for you to share a story, perhaps, sure. of someone who's been Will saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay with us for our Health Watch and Finance Watch. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. Health Watch. For Health Watch, I'm Dr. Marianne Ritchie. The thyroid, gland in the neck, shaped like a butterfly just below your voice box. It makes hormones that determine how your body uses and stores energy. It's the motor that controls your metabolism. When the thyroid is underactive, hypothyroid, it doesn't make enough hormones either from disease in the thyroid itself, 95% of the cases, or side effects of other medicines or diseases. Some patients have no symptoms, while most patients feel tired. But many conditions can make you tired, even normal aging, so the diagnosis is often missed. In other cases, symptoms can be dramatic and sometimes life-threatening. Typically, we see lack of energy, some weight gain, getting cold easily, constipation. Some have swelling around the eyes or even bulging eyes. Hair can be coarse or thin. You can lose your eyebrows. Nails are brittle. Left untreated, an underactive thyroid can increase your blood pressure or cholesterol. It can also weaken or slow your heart. Then you're short of breath retire easily with exercise, and retain fluid in your ankles. In women, it can cause irregular menstrual cycles, so it's harder to conceive and increases risk for miscarriage. Treatment? Daily thyroid hormone pills. In six weeks, your doctor will do blood tests, check levels, and may adjust the dose. Different brands and generic thyroid pills are equally effective. However, it's important to not switch from one brand to another. Switching can make your levels go up or down and never change the dose on your own. Taking too much can cause serious abnormal heart rhythms and even bone damage. Many women with hypothyroid do fine with pregnancy. Be sure to tell your doctor immediately when you become pregnant because you usually need more thyroid hormone during pregnancy. And levels should be checked about every four weeks. Next week, I'll discuss overactive or hyperthyroid and how to recognize it. Until then, work on those resolutions, divas. It's already January 12th. If you believe that family, charity, or money is deeply important for the greater good, Fortis Wealth invites you to a highly personalized financial discovery process to help you visualize your financial legacy. It's not for everyone, but if you're willing to invest the time and thought, they can offer advice and strategies to help you accomplish your dreams. Fortis Advisors is a wholly owned subsidiary of Fortis Wealth, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Visit Fortis-Wealth.com today because tomorrow is waiting. Watch Finance Watch. Hi, this is Maggie. And this is Terry. And we're from Fortis Wealth. You may have heard that your investment portfolio or retirement account should be rebalanced periodically. But what does that mean? Rebalancing is the process of adjusting the types of assets in a portfolio to restore target allocations or risk levels over time. It involves periodically buying or selling assets to maintain an original or desired level of asset allocation or risk. For example, say an original target asset allocation was 50% stocks and 50% bonds. If the stocks performed well during the period, the stock weighting of the portfolio may have increased to 70%. The investor may then decide to sell some stocks and buy more bonds to get the portfolio back into the original target allocation of 50-50. The concept applies to any target allocation, not just 50-50. So why is rebalancing important? 
It's one way to help an investor reduce downside investment risk and to ensure that the investments are allocated in line with their financial plan. It can also help investors impose an important level of discipline on themselves. It gives investors the opportunity to sell high and buy low, taking the gains from high-performing investments and reinvesting them in areas that have not yet experienced such notable growth. While there's no required schedule for rebalancing a portfolio, most recommendations are to examine allocations at least once a year. The ideal frequency of rebalancing should be determined based on time constraints, transaction costs, and allowable drift from the original allocation. Choosing a specific time to rebalance each year or other time frame is less time-consuming and costly for the investor since it involves less trades and at a predetermined date. The downside, however, is that it does not allow for rebalancing at other dates, even if the market moves significantly. One of the most common areas investors look to rebalance are the allocations within their retirement accounts. Asset performance impacts the overall value, and many investors prefer to invest more aggressively at younger ages and more conservatively as they approach retirement age. Often, the portfolio is at its most conservative once the investor prepares to draw out the funds to supply retirement income. This is Maggie. And this is Terry. Peace out. Thanks again for being with us this evening. I'm having a really wonderful and important conversation with an amazing woman who has really turned a, a tragedy in her life into something purposeful and um, positive and truly, you know, it's not an exaggeration to say saving lives. And so I did want to ask you if you could share a story about, and I always say young people, this is definitely for people of all ages, but because it happened to Christian you know, we, we focus on those young people because the culture is to be gathering and drinking too much, right? Yep. So um, share a story, one that, that really means a lot to you. Um, okay, so I want to say this one um, about it was a local college student. And uh, actually, no, I'll go to this one. Um, I'm at a sorority. I'm speaking at a sorority. and. I was going over the symptoms of alcohol poisoning and I asked the kids, do you know the students, do you know the signs of alcohol poisoning? And I like try to hide my um, screen so they can't see it. And some of them know it now more and more every year they know it. But anyway, I said, how do you know if someone's unresponsive? And some raise their hand, this girl raises her hand. And I said, okay. And she says, well, you pinch their earlobes or you rub their sternum. And I said, wow. And she said, because I listened last year and I had to use it. Wow. And then she went on to tell the story that she was at a party and there were a bunch of guys and someone was exhibiting the symptoms and she was very uncomfortable and observing the symptoms. She said, he needs help. We need to call 911. The friends were... And here's the deal. You're dealing with everybody's been drinking. People aren't making sober decisions. And uh, so she said, they said, oh, no, we can just throw them in a shower. We'll give them some food. She's like, no, no, you can't do that. So anyway, as it turned out, she made the call and uh, he got taken. um, He got taken to the hospital for alcohol poisoning and he was, you know, saved. And the doctors, of course, said they did the right thing. And friends were angry. And that is what happens sometimes. And I think it's important that we encourage our young people to know that 
that this, nothing is more important than saving a life. And um, I mean, absolutely so important. I have another short one. It was um, a Thanksgiving story because the fact is so many people are drinking so much the night before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend. Um, And these are people in their 30s. And this woman, I went to a party and she came over to me and she was hugging me and crying and saying, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you saved my husband's life. And I'm like, what? And so then she went on to say that he had had too much and was unresponsive in bed and had to call um, an ambulance for her husband. She has little kids. Wow. And guess what? His life was saved. Wow. And there again. And I'm telling, excuse me, I'm telling you, we get stories all the time. That's what is energizing you and keeping you going, right? It's got to be a big part of it. Well, it's good. And I sometimes I like I have that rare moment of, wow, it really stinks. My kid's still dead. But um, I know that the true purpose is to educate. And that's what we're doing. So as long as we can keep doing that, I know the Christian's happy and smiling and yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, you're you're out there really in a public way, yes. speaking on a regular basis across the country on well, television and Pennsylvania. radio. Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. for now, yeah. for now. Um, and that takes a lot of courage to do that. And so I was curious um, if you developed that skill because of your devotion to your mission, or is that something that you always had in you? I think I was, I was always a leader type, but I was also the person that wasn't allowed to sell a magazine to a neighbor. Because of being in a big family, my mother was like, you are not asking anybody for anything. So I, I was very uncomfortable ever asking anybody for anything. So when it came to creating this mission and the foundation, it was a real big conversation between my husband and me, who my husband is probably one of the nicest guys in the world. um, Good guy. And I said, this is going to have a huge impact on our life. Mm -hmm. And he said, let's do it. And so we did it. And uh, it is you know, yeah, you're putting yourself on the line every time you go out, every time, even at parties. Like, it matters, the parties I go to, meaning I don't want to be anywhere with an underage drinker. Mm-mm, yeah. No way. Yeah. And Well, I, you know, I, I see a little bit of feistiness in you. And, you know, we didn't talk about the fact that you are one of eight children, the only girl. Yes. So... Weren't you kind of <laughs> fighting for your place when you when you were young? I was. And all those brothers. I was always. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I was always fighting for a spot to be heard. Right. And you know what? I know my dad is not with us anymore, but I know my dad would be really proud of um, me and us and my my team that the work that we're doing because it. It does take guts and it's uncomfortable and it's not easy. But like I said, every time I feel that feeling, if it were easy, it would already be done. Listen, when we come back, I I know you belong to a group um, where other parents who have lost children come together. And I want to know what that has done for you. Stay with us for Mary Manzo for our Tech Watch. You're listening to Women to Watch. We'll be right back. 
Introducing Pathways Consulting Group, a company that will align your IT needs with your business goals. Pathways is a full-service ServiceNow partner. What does that mean? It's simple. Pathways will collaborate and design, develop, and deploy solutions for your company today that will define tomorrow. Pathways will provide world-class enterprise service management solutions. Pathways Consulting Group. They listen. They care. They execute. Go to PathwaysCG.com. That's PathwaysCG.com. Now, the women to watch. Tech Watch. Hi, I'm Mary Manso from Pathways Consulting Group. Did you ever notice that the way boys and girls use screen time is much different? Boys tend to gravitate to games while girls tend to gravitate to social platforms. This is because research shows that girls are more pro-social than boys and boys are more biologically prone to games. I read an interesting article about a study between boys and girls. While being viewed under an MRI, researchers showed groups photos of people playing video games. It appeared that the part of the brain that's associated with addiction and a sense of reward was more active in the majority of boys than girls. It's not a secret that many apps are designed to addict us and geared toward a specific gender or group of people. They're meant to keep us on as long as possible and keep us coming back for more. Catherine Price, a science journalist and author of How to Break Up with Your Phone, warns anything that's free to use, you should be highly suspicious of. With children spending a minimum of four hours a day on electronics, what can parents do to minimize this time? First, I'd suggest that you educate yourself on games and apps your children are using and teach them about the risks of social media and about chatting online with gamers, much like you do when you talk to them about not speaking to strangers. Next, establish screen zones in your house where you don't allow electronics. The kitchen and dining room are great electronic-free zones. Establish screen downtime, perhaps at dinner time. And because many games and apps are stimulants, create screen downtime an hour before bed. Also consider not allowing screen time in the bedroom, or at least minimize the amount of electronics in the bedroom. Of course, the greatest advice I have is incorporate activities that don't involve screen time starting at a very early age, so that screen time is viewed as a privilege and not a way of life. For more on this topic, email me at mary at pathwayscg.com. I'm joined today by Mary Chiametti, but also Dr. Patty DiGiacomo, and it wouldn't be fair to not give Patty some time on air today. By the way, I hope there's LaSalle community listeners out there. We are three LaSalle moms all here together. It was meant to be um, talking about this really important topic. So, Patty, you're on the board, and, um, you know, as someone in the medical profession, I'm sure you're so key to giving information to Mary so that she can always be speaking intelligently about the science behind, you know, what we're trying to educate uh, people about. So tell me what, what you hope to be able to contribute most as a board member. I think when I joined Mary on this mission, August of 2015, Mary came and spoke to the nursing students at Temple University, 400, and it was her first presentation. And I didn't know how the students were going to react. And I introduced Mary and I said, this is a mission of Mary's and I want you to support her. And I just let her go. And the presentation was excellent. The students at the end came up to Mary and wanted to talk more. 
the valuations were incredible. And I just like to write, read a couple. Yeah. I also love the presentation for the Don't Stall, Just Call. I think that really hit home for the college student population. And I wish I could show that video to all the college friends, including high school students that are applying to college. The alcohol awareness presentation was very moving and important, especially for freshmen. From my own personal experience here, I have come to realize that not all students are familiar with their medical amnesty policy, and therefore I believe implementing the Don't Stall, Just Call at our school would help clear up any confusion, and as a result, maybe someday save a life. So I'm not just talking from Temple, I'm talking in the Philadelphia community because we are now at more than just one university. And as a nurse, I think it's important for me to be a role model to our students, for the nursing students to understand the importance of educating others once they know the science of alcohol poisoning. We had the opportunity to go out to sororities, fraternities, my leaders, also coordinated a program for Mary at Temple. And it's just been such a positive experience to see how we can save lives. My a couple nursing students, one made three calls. Wow. Wow. You know, so. you so this has evolved over the past five years. Mm-hmm. And as we were kind of chatting about during the break, these kind of things, they do continually evolve because mm-hmm. times will change and people will change and laws will change and science will change. And um, I, I wonder if, uh, Mary, tell us about how much it means to you to have you're not out there on your own doing this. You have this team now, medical people and attorneys um, that are there to support you. Yeah, it's I couldn't do it by myself. Everyone thinks it's me. I'm like, no, sorry, I got a team that is wonderful. Thank you. Um, they really are. I have a great team that helps me in all different aspects. Everybody wears a different hat, and my job is the one to go out to be the face and to speak about it. But Um, Also, Julia Miller, who is uh, Christian's former girlfriend, she's been speaking with me ever since uh, probably 2016. And uh, so she has been at very many of the presentations and uh, she creates a great impact as a young person. Uh, She also she went to Mount St. Joseph Academy. And so she shared her story uh, there two times, I think. And it's it's really amazing the response we get. Um, also, we were down in uh, in Maryland at Notre Dame Prep in Baltimore or Towson area, and that was just another amazing day with these kids. I mean, you can hear a pin drop. They they want to hear it because they don't want to be in a position that they don't know what to do. Yeah, and so and they're seeing it. All the time, you know, in the yes, videos that you have put out, which are very moving, when the PSAs, scans, yes. the, well, when it scans <laughs> yeah. the audience and you look at the expression on the kids' faces, oh, that's that, what yeah. they will remember. Yeah. So the story. Yes. Um, and that's, by the way, Sue. That's the thing is that I'm all about the story and data. Is you know we can put data up there, but the kids aren't going to remember that, mm-hmm. and they are going to remember the story. They will. And so just this fall, we had two students from Penn State who contacted me. 
they knew about Don't Stall, and they wanted to do PSAs for their um, final project for school for wow. marketing. Oh, that's so great. These are so, great exposure. Positive ripple effect. Yeah. So good. Listen, I know you are um, a spiritual person and a, and a woman with very, very strong faith, believing in something bigger, greater. I want to know mm-hmm. if you think you will see Christian again. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Do you feel him with you? Always. Always. I love that. Oh, and here comes the snow again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I talk? About, so we, Christian yep. loved, love, love, love snow. And yes. we sat down in the studio in our chairs <laughs> and a squall came from nowhere. <laughs> um, which so awesome. Beautiful sign. Yes. Yeah, beautiful sign. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to mention, too, because, you know, we've, we're, we're talking about the story and the importance and all of it. You're really making headway on a... Uh, a large scale by receiving grants, yes. many grants um, for the, again, I'll say the, the uh, not the logo. What is the word? I'm, the brand? Don't stall or, just call. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. Our, slogan, the slogan, the yeah, slogan. The slogan. And um, you've got some big billboards in strategic places like yes. on the way to Penn State. That was so exciting. But the Penn State, but we also had the Vine Street Expressway. We also had digital media boards um, by what was it, Patterson Avenue, down on your way to the link. Uh, we also have PSAs that play at Temple University's football games. We had the banner fly. Uh, did we already mention this? No, um, no, the, the banner. banner we, love- we had an aerial banner fly from, uh, from, excuse me, Cape May to Brigantine. I believe it was 10 weekends this past summer. And what an awesome response we've gotten from people because people can relate, you know, People who know about us are just like, oh, my gosh, there it is. But then it gives an opportunity for a conversation with the people that they're sitting with on the beach. So there, again, education, awareness, prevention. And so strategic because this is a time where they're socializing, right? Um, Do you have um, a vision for this to become national? Of course. I I just don't. This is the thing. So. It's such a simple concept, and our logo could go to any school. We created door bulletins that can be customized for campus-specific, you know, campus-specific with phone numbers. If they don't want 911, it could be the campus safety. We can do this nationally, but we also need medical amnesty policies that are good throughout on every college campus Mm -hmm. so every underage person knows and is confident that they can make a call and save a life in the case of a life-threatening emergency. Has it? Has the response in Pennsylvania been yes, well, positive been, quickly enough? Unfortunately, unfortunately, because of the tragic death of Tim Piazza, his parents have worked diligently and along with the state and uh, the state of Pennsylvania, and they've created the Timothy Piazza hate, anti-hazing law. And so with that, it's creating you know, more leverage that people are learning, the young people are learning that they can make a call for a life-threatening emergency. Listen, I'm so grateful for your time today, uh, both you and Patty, to come in and talk about this. And I I hope that our listeners walk away with, you know, an uh, eye-opening awareness. Thank you so much, Mary. And to to reach Mary, if you want to reach out, the ctcwellnessfoundation.org. No, it's actually don'tstalljustcall.org. Okay. Facebook or... Uh, what is that website? 
And we'll put it out there. Or we'll, Instagram. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. That's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thank you so much, as always, to my sponsors and on-air contributors for helping me to bring you the real story behind her title. Mm-hmm. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.